and I'm not gonna text him. God knows I'm not gonna fucking text him. So I'm just probably gonna block him. Or something. <laughs> That's so me. But- I'm Bella Benson. Welcome to another episode of Two Tar TV Crazy on every Thursday with me, your host. Um, I actually just had a really fun little breakdown right before I started recording this episode. You know, it's just one of those either you're like, is my life falling apart or am I just really hungry? I feel like for me, it's somewhere in between, but don't worry. I am uh, <laughs> so much better now. <laughs> Um, Okay, so today my special guest is Olivia O'Brien. She's super talented. I'm obsessed with all of her songs. One of my current favorite songs of hers is a song called Now. So definitely check it out when you finish listening to the episode. But I figured before we get started on this episode, which by the way was recorded um, around last year, like mid last year. So it just took us a really long time to finally release it. So it's only coming out now. I figured before we get started with this episode, just like with last week, I thought we can just do a little fun intro about some some of my thoughts that I've had lately, and then we can get started. So there's something that has been on my mind lately, and it's really bothering me, and I just feel like it's time to address the elephant in the room. It's time for me to speak up. So if you are someone that you know has recently been a victim of Netflix and chill that turned into Netflix and disappointment because that dick did not match your expectations, which by the way, a lot of my friends lately have been falling victims to this phenomenon. Um, I can't relate because I've literally been getting no dick, zero dick for me. I'm literally on a no dick diet, <laughs> but my friends have been experiencing this and it's been kind of on my mind. So I finally decided to address this and I came up with two solutions for you guys. You're welcome. Number one, if you have fallen victim to this, here's what you do. I feel like it's time we bought back Netflix and dry humping. Yes, dry humping. You got to dry hump that dude like it's seventh grade all over again. And then you got to rub your hand on his pants if you can't feel his dick while you're trying to ride him, which by the way, is a red flag and is a sign that he may not be packing down there. I actually was dating two different guys at two different times. (laughs) not the same time, two different times. And I remember I dry humped them and I felt nothing in their pants and I even put my hand on there and I felt nothing. And I was like, oh, maybe it's a coincidence. Um, Maybe he wasn't hard. Maybe he wasn't turned on or maybe just like he's wearing really, really thick jeans. No, he just had a pencil dick and the other one had like no dick at all. Like, I don't even know what that was about. I'm not trying to body shame at all because I would have still went out with them. Trust me, they just also had um, small dick energy and just like a shitty personality. So that kind of what gave it away for me. <laughs> so it wasn't really about their private parts. But um, yeah, I'm all about dry humping like it's seventh grade all over again and you cut your own bangs. So let's go there. So yeah, if you don't feel anything when you're dry humping, that's your sign to run, bitch. Unless, of course, you're in it for the ring and you're in it for the money. (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, You're in it for the personality and you don't care, then fine, whatever, stay. But that's your warning. All right. So number two, 
Number two solution for you, if you're not all about the dry humping because you block seventh grade out of your memory, you don't want to remember yourself with those ugly ass bangs that you cut yourself or that you allowed your best friend to do. And you're like, no V, I'm not even thinking about that shit anymore. I want to go straight into it. I got you. If you find yourself with the disappointment in your hand, what you need to do is you got to remind him that you're actually a good girl and you got to be like, wait, no. No, we can't do this. God wants better for us. You got to pull the God card. You got to show him you're a good girl. And you got to be like, no, God said no until marriage, not even the back door. God said no to even to the back door because God has eyes everywhere. And then you pick up your stuff and you let him know that you'll see him Sunday at church. And if he's like, wait, aren't you Jewish? You got to remind them that it's 2021 and it's inappropriate to assume someone else's religion. You're welcome. Did I not just solve all your problems or did I just not solve all your problems? I think I did. So let me know how it works out with this um, Netflix and disappointment phenomenon. And yeah, aside from that, before we get the episode started, I also want to let you guys know that I've been listening to everything you've been asking me. And don't worry, I am working on merch. I just found the perfect partners and we're going through negotiations right now. So you should be expecting brand new podcast merch in a couple of months. And then the other thing is, um, on my last podcast, I was talking about with Patty, which by the way, you guys love that episode and I'm really happy. Check it out if you haven't yet with Patty Stanger. She was awesome. In the intro, I talked about how I want to do a masterclass of bad bitch bootcamp in Zoom sessions and do something like that. But I still have to kind of figure out the whole idea behind it. And thanks to a couple of listeners, they, they kind of helped me with this idea and I'm going to be working with them to kind of... Um, bring this idea to life. So a lot of you guys DM'd me that you love this idea and you would totally attend this class. And I love hearing that. So I will definitely continue to work on it. So yeah, let's get this episode started. Hope you enjoy it. Don't forget to follow Olivia when you finish listening to it. Check out her music. And don't forget to give me a five-star review because I read them all and I do read your uh, feedback as well. Have a blessed day. Love you guys. If you're like me and your Venus is in Libra, that means you're always thinking about boys, 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 which means you never know when that D appointment is coming. So why not be ready? Which is why I want to introduce my good friends at European Wax Center. They are the best of the best. Their European Wax Center has certified wax specialists who are expertise and trained in prepping, protecting, and pampering your skin. Bikini waxing is literally their particular specialty. They do over 7.5 million bikinis a year. With numbers like that, you know you're getting the best bikini service from their true bikini wax specialists. Not only does waxing down there make you more comfortable, makes you more confident, but also you don't have to worry about all those razor burns that we all tend to get in the bikini area. Their secret is their signature comfort wax with a propriety blend of beeswax sourced from Europe and other skin soothing ingredients that allow for easy hair removal for a less painful experience. I actually had my sister recently try it out. She just had a baby and she wanted to feel sexy again. And she tried it out and she told me it was painless. It was comfortable. She felt super confident afterwards. It made her feel good about herself. Of course, safety and security have always been their priority. And now they've added enhanced health and hygiene measures for extra confidence and care. You're European Wax Center is so confident you'll love their services that they're offering their first time guests a free wax. You heard it right. They are offering you free 
WAX. So visit waxcenter.com and book your reservation today. Just mention my podcast, Too Tired to Be Crazy, and your first wax will be free. So go to waxcenter.com, that's W-A-X-C-E-N-T-E-R.com and book your reservation today for your first wax free. Enjoy. Hi guys, I'm Val Benson. Welcome to another episode of Too Tired to Be Crazy on every Thursday with me. So today my guest is Olivia O'Brien. Hey. She is a singer-songwriter who rose to fame in 2016, reaching the top 10 of the Billboard charts when she was still in high school. One of her most popular songs that she's known for that's like, I didn't even connect the dots at first. If you guys ever heard the song, Hate You, Love You. I hate you, I love you. That's her, obviously she can sing, I can't, so that's that. (laughs) Also last year she released her debut album, Was It Even Real? And this year was originally slated to perform at Coachella, which then got canceled. Which so we all know what happened. Which must have been really hard, but we'll talk about that shortly. But you still managed to stay busy and creative and you'll even release some new music and you shot a music video during quarantine. Yeah, yeah. And I've done at first when things were really, really strict, lockdown and everything, I did like a green screen music video. I did a couple of those. And then I finally like got approved to do a full production music video, which was crazy because everyone had to wear masks and get tested. And there was like all this paperwork, but we we did it and it was it turned out pretty good. So, yeah. What would you say something that most people don't know about you? I don't know. I feel like I'm a pretty open book. Like I talk about everything about me and everything I do. And like, I just have no secrets, even like on social media and everything. I feel like if anything, give too much information about myself. So I don't know. If you could describe your dating life right now in like a movie title, what would it be? Right now, I'm like actually pissed. I've been talking to this guy who lives in New York. He like was supposed to come out and like see me. And then he kept like getting things scheduled, like work things that he couldn't move. And so then he was supposed to come today literally he was supposed to come today and on saturday i was like so are you actually coming on monday and he was like yeah i might have to do this one thing though like i'll let you know tomorrow never texted me yesterday i'm not gonna text him god knows i'm not gonna fucking text him so i'm just probably gonna block him (laughs) (laughs) that's so me i feel like i'm in a similar situation where i was kind of talking to somebody and we're like in a gray area i feel like we passed the point of friendship and i'm like are we friends are we more but then he's always like so busy with work and then he's always like oh like i'll do this like i'll make it up to you but then yeah there's moments where he'd be like yeah i'll text you later i'll call you later and then he does it and then in my head i was just like okay leave me alone then (laughs) like why do you just keep reappearing in my life and that's what they tell you the one guy women should be the most careful of everyone thinks is the fuck boy it's the nice fuck boy like this guy to me always understands me even if i get irritated or mad he's like let's discuss this let's blah blah you're scaring me <laughs> it's they're the worst and then they, they always come around and then you're just like oh i can't even mad at him because he's so understanding but then he actually is wasting your time even more than any other fuck boy because he's just fucking playing you but he's so he just gets me I'm like does he get me though because we haven't hung out in yeah, weeks have you guys hooked up We've only kissed. And then like on my birthday at 12 a.m., he was the first person to text me. So shit like that. And then I'm just like, does he like me? But then like two seconds later, I text him. He's not responding. And then he's liking a bunch of girls' pictures and following them. And then I did go crazy for a second, which was so not like my character anymore. And then I was just like, you know what? Don't worry about making it up to me. I'm good. And then he just like the next day, I was like, let me know when you have some free moments so we can get on the phone and chat. No. (laughs) 
Oh my god. I the guy that I'm that I like right now, he doesn't have Instagram, so I'm like so happy that I don't have to like see him liking people's stuff and like trip myself out. But then also I'm like, what's he doing? Like I don't know what he's doing. So I think it's better. Like I think it was a mistake for me to get into that rabbit hole, especially because I'm not even dating a person. Yeah. So I'm not gonna do that again to be determined with that guy. It just sucks that now I feel like men do the bare minimum. And that's amazing to us because of how like disappointing a lot of other men that we've dated have been, especially in 2020 with Generation Z, which I feel like Generation Z has ruined dating for everyone. Dating is horrible. It's really hard. <laughs> no, but like my, my roommate, Francesca, we were just talking and we we're talking about this guy that she fucked in Miami. <laughs> Sorry feel bad i say that she's downstairs but this guy that she fucked in miami and then i was just like was he good in bed and we're talking and then she's like yeah he did not come until i came like i came three times and we're just like oh my god what a stellar guy what a keeper blah blah and then we're just thinking like wow so he literally did what he should have done yeah. which is allow us to come but because of like men are so disappointed even sexually we're just like he made you come like marry him it's crazy <laughs> how actually rare that is though it's crazy literally. men do better you just gotta bring a vibrator in your pocket the whole time you literally I use I always use my vibrator when I have sex. It's the best, yeah. Probably the guy <laughs> so we the, the guy we slept with is probably like, oh, I've, I've seen this before. <laughs> oh, actually, not with him because I always went to his house and he never came to my house. I hate when guys make me always come to them. Oh, he so only lame. came to mine. I never like going to his house. I hate going to his house because all of his friends. I'm like, hey. But I also like I don't really sleep around, so I feel like I don't really have that many options. And he lived really close to me, and it was just like convenient. Yeah, he does live really close to here. You live in between like the two guys that I was hooking up with in the beginning of quarantine. <laughs> So this is your safe house. You go in between, yeah. like, which one should I go to? I do want to know, what is your definition of ghosting? Because a second ago, you said how this guy that you're hooking up with. I don't know if he technically ghosted me because, like, he randomly, like, would text me a little bit. We didn't hang out for four days, and it was, like, not, like, I could tell something was off. I just say a guy's ghosting me when they don't text me back, even if it's for, like, three hours. I'm like, he ghosted me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what girls say. And then I'm like, is that ghosting? Not really. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I feel like I just like, don't care enough. Because now I kind of always continue with this motto of like, I'm the main character of my movie and this person's literally just like an extra. So if they don't text me back or whatever, then I'm just like, okay, Move so then... The next one. Yeah, they went from being like a side character to being the extra. So I'm like, okay, who's the next? Like, But it's like my movie. So I'm not going to give enough attention to somebody who's not even the main character. Very true, very true. I like that mindset. I'm going to use that. So do you feel like sometimes you may purposely self-sabotage yes. dating to yes. write better? Because yes. I, I used to be like that when I would write my blog for daddy issues. And sometimes I feel like it's still me because I think some things are funny. But then afterwards I realized like, oh, these are human feelings and you shouldn't do that. And I'm work I've been working on that. So do you feel like then you're just self-sabotaging your own dating life all the time oh yes all the time and i feel like i almost do it subconsciously now and now i'm so used to it and it's been the energy that i attract i always tell myself like oh i want someone to break my heart so i can write about it and blah 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 blah. and i attract all these guys and i think i it's not even subconscious like i know the kind of guys i'm going for like come on it's embarrassing i mean it's not embarrassing because like i do it on purpose i do it to be embarrassing because i know how it's gonna end but it's like why am i doing that to myself and then like i always will go for someone thinking like this is so funny like they're gonna be a fuck boy and it's gonna be hilarious and i'm gonna write songs about it and then like right before it all goes bad i'm like wait like i got maybe i like this person like maybe i actually like them and then it all goes bad my dating life is definitely very interesting <laughs> so what are you gonna do when you find like a good guy like do you feel like you're not even gonna realize he's a good guy you probably don't even give good guys a chance 
like I said, I'm really, really picky. And it's not even like my taste is good. Like I'm picky <laughs> and my taste is really bad. Do you feel like you sometimes purposely date kind of like these fuck boys who ruin other girls' lives just so you can ruin their life? Um, sometimes, yeah. I do feel like when I talk to these kinds of guys i'm always like a little bit mean to them not in like an actually mean way but just i'm i mean i'm a really sarcastic person in general and i'm also really honest so like if they're a fuck boy i'm gonna be like you know you're like embarrassing right like you know you're a fuckboy. yeah i'm like that too sometimes in my brain I, I did wonder if some of the guys that i've dated in the past who were mean to other girls like maybe that's what was mean to them i've definitely said that i'm people's karma before i'm definitely like your revenge well you're also 20 which by the way so in three days you're gonna turn 21 are you excited to try your first alcoholic beverage? Oh, yeah. Super excited. I've been waiting my whole <laughs> life for this. No, I literally am like going to be sober because I'm so over alcohol at this point. I've drank so much in my life already. I guess I get to throw away my fake ID. Woo. Fun. Oh, that is exciting. I remember fake IDs. Like, I like I, my fake ID, though. It's cute. It's from Utah. I remember I had a fake ID and then I forced my sister to give me her ID and she like wouldn't give it to me. And I had to force my mom to make her give me my fake ID. She was like, like, please, uh, Karen, give your ID to your sister. We're Russian. And my sister was so annoyed. She's like, are you serious, mom? Like, this is how you're going to raise her? <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm going well, to save $150 if you just give me your stupid ID. Anyway, yeah, um, that was really nice of her, but I forgot about that. What artists inspire you currently? I like a million different types of music i'll listen to a lot of artists that i don't necessarily like carry over into my sound because i make like pop music and i don't ever listen to pop music so my all-time favorite bands are like tame impala kid cuddy and SZA and frank ocean me saying bands and none of those are bands even tame impala's technically one guy <laughs> amy winehouse i literally have a giant tattoo of amy winehouse on my arm i don't know why that wasn't the first thing i said i like gwen stefani a lot too what's your favorite song right now randomly the song hayloft by mother mother well i found the band from tiktok which is, i find everything from tiktok these days it's so embarrassing i learned so much from tiktok i learned every, actually everything i know and i always like my friends think that i'm like really knowledgeable about things and i'm like it's literally because i watch educational tiktok i literally know what to do next time i get kidnapped because i watched this one video on how to break from like the tape on your mouth you lick it non-stop and then it gets watery and gross and that's how you're you're able to remove the duct tape on your mouth and then i also taught me like how to remove it all the duct tape like on your hands and on your legs whoever said tiktok is not the best thing ever is lying because i learned so much you guys i learned more than high school ever taught me so <laughs> that's so fun <laughs> so before we started the podcast you were talking about how your friend was texting you for advice on how to text a boy back yeah. so do you guys do that a lot one friend in particular i'm not gonna call her out right now but she just is clueless with guys and she's newly single so she would always hang out with these guys and i would always have to go with her because she could never do anything alone and she doesn't have her driver's license so i drive her everywhere too and like i love her so much but sometimes she's just helpless now that she's starting to talk to guys again she's back where she started at square one where she just like doesn't know how to communicate and so i have to help her like she used to give me her phone and be like can you text him for me like i can't right now so basically when he's like i love your personality he really means your personality he falls in love with your personality well, that only happened a few times but the rest of the time yeah she like will send me screenshots every time a guy texts her and but like I right now all he said was the guy said to your friend how was your day what did he yeah. say he said how are you how, how are, are you doing <laughs> how are you doing and she was like oh my god what do i say i told her not to reply because so, he took know. a few days not to talk to her yeah because he didn't text her for a few days so like why is he instagram damning you saying how are you doing i don't know seems sus to me 
Another great way to get the courage to text somebody of the opposite sex or same sex or talk to them in person or is it just through text or even look at another human being is some liquid courage, which is why I'm introducing our next sponsor of the day. It is Bright Cellars. If you're passionate about wine like I am, then you need to know about Bright Cellars. And I actually recently talked about this wine subscription service on my podcast Instagram, where I showed you how I just filled out the survey and they sent me six bottles of wine based on who I am as a person and based on what I like. So I'm literally obsessed with them. Bright Cellars is a wine subscription service that helps you find wines that you love while making wine more accessible to everyone. You can take their seven question quiz to get your wine matches and receive 50% off of your first six bottle order. Each Bright Cellar box offers a unique wine experience that includes wine education cards. These education cards talk about the region of each wine, tasting notes, serving temperatures, food pairings, and many other things. So again, for my listeners, I'm giving you 50% off of your first six bottle order from bright sellers by going to brightsellers.com slash violet 50 that's bright sellers c-e-l-l-a-r-s.com backslash violet 50 this is a great deal to try new wines if you're passionate about wine like i am from all over the world so head to brightsellers.com slash violet 50 for 50 percent off of your first bright seller box enjoy and then while you're drinking your wine, enjoying yourself, I know one thing I love to do except uh, masturbating while I'm drunk is also online shopping. Tell me this sounds familiar. You're shopping online, you find something you love, you go to checkout and then you see that little box to type in the discount code. One problem, you don't know the discount code. The solution is Honey. Yeah, I've talked about Honey before because Honey is a free browser extension that searches the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones to your online purchases. It's silly. <laughs> I feel like I sound like Ross from Friends, but it's silly if you don't have Honey because it's free. They support over 30,000 online stores. When you check out online, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. I recently did this with an order that I was buying shoes for my niece from Nordstrom's and then it just dropped down and I got a discount code from Honey without doing anything. Just when I was checking out and I clicked to apply the codes. So all you have to do is just wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons and it can find that for you on your specific site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop just like I did when I was buying for my niece. So Honey has helped over 17 million members save over $2 billion, and they can help you too. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free. Like I keep saying free because it's free. And it installs in just a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid plus supporting my podcast. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash violet. That's joinhoney.com slash violet. Join it, start saving. Let's all use honey. Buy your ex some gifts. Just kidding, don't do that. But you know, buy your niece something. Be a good person for once and download honey. <laughs> What are your thoughts about when a guy watches your stories now, if he hasn't texted you, do you get excited or you just know it doesn't mean anything? I don't know. I watch random stories all day long and don't even put any mind to it. I stopped with the whole like Instagram stalking thing. Like I don't even check up on like my exes. This one guy that I just could never get over and I liked for like so freaking long. I haven't checked his Instagram in months and I don't even care to. And I have his location and I haven't looked at his location. You know what that's called? 
growth yeah that's good yeah i'm kind of over the whole like stalking thing sometimes i do if i'm bored but like it's just not good for my mental health yeah you and always see something you don't want to see like once i realize that i it's up to me how much space i want to give for people in my brain people can only have as much room in your mind as much as you give them yeah. so if i'm not gonna give that much power to somebody they're not gonna have power over me exactly and i feel like it's whenever you stop caring that they always come back around you know yeah. oh every single time what's your favorite red flag to ignore like when they've dated or hooked up with like a lot of other girls that i know of and they've all had a horrible experience with them <laughs> same that is one red flag <laughs> i'm yeah. like wow maybe i'll be different <laughs> That's actually, no it's, much, it's so true as much as you pretend like oh my god yeah i know he sucks in the back of your head you're like but i can change him like maybe it'll be different with me or if i'm not i'll get a great album out of it yeah, no, that's true. Like, it's like something to laugh about. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I think I actually like this person. Fuck, yeah. I hate this. That's the embarrassing part. Like, I get so embarrassed sometimes to admit if I like a specific guy. And then I feel like I get, or used to, obviously, the old me, beginning of quarantine, or like I would get even meaner just to prove a point that yeah. I don't like that person. I feel yeah, that. but like I haven't really dated since quarantine. And now I'm just going for like the person that's going to be my future partner. So I feel like I'm being way more careful with that's all that good. stuff, too. But in LA, there's just hot girls everywhere. And especially like, I'm attracted to guys that are at least like close to me or more level of my success. We're just in the entertainment industry at all, just like so they can understand my job and like won't like be weirded out by everything. Yeah. So I end up dating guys that like have followings or whatever. There's just always girls that are gonna be like throwing themselves at them. And it's so easy for them to just literally hook up with anyone they want at any time so like and they're guys so obviously it's just easier for things to go wrong here i feel like sometimes we give guys men too much credit and then sometimes we can also be shitty with them oh yeah if you give a man will take that's the thing with men and men will always test you in the beginning so it's up to you to show them how much respect they should have for you and i know that sucks because it's like raise men to be more respectful to women it's just not like that anymore that's the truth so it's up to you for him to be like should we go netflix and chill or and then up to you to say no so then he's like oh should we go on a date and it's up to you to be like yes only a day if you want to see me yeah. so then you're the one that shows from the beginning what you expect so then he knows you're more of a dating type versus the netflix and chill but if you just allow him to come over and come all over your face after the first night of the date then like yeah what do you expect after that like of course he's gonna be like trash because you allowed him to treat you like trash see my problem is i don't like dates like going to dinner <clears throat> horrible disgusting but then it's like what else do we do like i don't want to like netflix and chill all the time it is harder that's why i feel like sometimes maybe day stuff is better and dating in general even now with quarantine i mean really what can you do except netflix and chill like you yeah. have no choice you literally hang out once and you're like do you want to move in because we're probably gonna have to quarantine for three weeks he's like we've never even met i'm like well <laughs> whatever whatever what's your worst sex experience <laughs> nothing i want to talk about <laughs> perfect Every time I've hooked up with someone that I didn't like, it's just been absolutely disgusting. When I first moved to LA, I would like hook up with not random guys, but guys that I like kind of barely knew and didn't like them. And I just was like insecure and was like, okay, I guess I'll like hook up with this guy. And every single time it was just horrible. Like it's just the worst sex ever. And I was like 17 years old, which also looking back, I was not fucking guys my age, which is 
that's really scary anyway we don't need to talk about that trauma looking back i'm like holy shit i wish i never did any of that because it was like just not good like it there was no reason for me to be having sex but you just felt like that's how they're gonna like you no i I didn't even like want to date them or anything i was just like bored and i was like maybe this is what i should be doing like i'm in la and like we're going to the club like yeah do you ever feel like you get the ick with certain guys i feel like when i stop liking a guy i get the ick and it's like a real thing but something about them just grosses me out like them even breathing and then i feel so guilty because then if they hit me up or anything i just like i'm like ew and it's like a real thing scientifically real thing to get the ick that happens to me with literally every single guy every single guy i stopped dating afterwards that's how i just move on and get over them because i get the ick and i can't get over the ick so one of my uh other favorite songs of yours that i really like it's a song called love myself i was like looking at the lyrics i think i'm assuming this is also about a guy but then also about loving yourself right no it's just about me okay but here you wrote no matter how hard i try what i do i can just never fucking impress you so why am i letting what you say get me down i spent my whole life thinking i was wrong and nobody likes me and it's all my fault but i'm done with this shit i finally figured it out i don't need to be the same as everyone else i just need to motherfucking love myself and i love that and i feel like that's a problem that we all have and i think no matter what age we're in because the whole thing with me you know even in the beginning saying like well i'm 32 and you're 20 it doesn't mean i'm more mature than you or no more like i don't mean to put someone else down just because they're younger than me but i think when it comes to loving yourself that's a struggle that no matter what age you're in you struggle with it yeah definitely especially for women these days because like the whole beauty industry is meant to make us hate ourselves do you feel like you still sometimes struggle with having days where you're trying to figure out how to love yourself oh my god of course and like i go through phases and just i've like struggled with like really bad clinical depression and i have like multiple anxiety disorders just a lot of things that i've struggled with since like middle school i think i was like 11 when i first like got diagnosed with depression or like started really going to therapy it's a like constant battle like i'll be doing really really well for months and feel amazing about myself and feel so good and then i'll just randomly crash and have like just feel horrible about myself and like look in the mirror and like hate what i see and when you get depressed it's like every single thing seems horrible and you can't even like think positively about myself because my brain like literally doesn't let me so it's a constant battle and i always find myself falling back into those patterns every time now though because i've learned over the years through therapy and and through just learning my own personal behaviors it's been easier for me to lift myself out of that every single time and hopefully i'll one day get to the point where i don't fall back into that I mean, that's the goal. I don't know if that'll ever be possible, but it's a roller coaster and I, I find myself back there all the time. Yeah. I generally believe that like when I feel less about myself, is t- then I attract also lesser men. But then also when I feel less about myself is when I care more, when I'm rejected or when, or I create more drama if a guy doesn't even give me the attention that I need. And I also feel like I need more attention. And then it's only moments where I lift myself up and I realize that like, I'm amazing, then suddenly I don't even notice if I get ghosted, quote unquote ghosted or yeah. and all of that. So like, what do you do to lift yourself up? My therapy kind of has always been writing and writing songs and writing about how I feel. I feel like I always just feel better after I let it out. Or lately, because I've kind of had writer's block, if I just drive around in my car and listen to like my favorite songs and just cry, like I always feel better afterwards. <laughs> and then like in terms of just like confidence, I, I like positive affirmations and just like telling myself I'm enough and I'm okay and I'm going to be okay and everything's fine and just like reminding myself the more I've learned about also like manifestation and law of attraction is like so if true you, if it's- you talk badly about yourself like it's going to become your reality whereas if you lift yourself up it's going to get better and it's hard for for someone with depression because I'm like oh my god is every bad thought I have going to manifest my life to be bad it's like yeah. no it's not and I just need to 
try my best to be as positive as I can be, even when it's really hard. Or when it comes to the manifestation, which is something really true that I didn't realize, but sometimes I feel like I will keep in the back of my head the bath, the negative thoughts I'd had about myself or just in general about work and things like that. My friend told me that I'm actually me not talking about it with somebody to let it out. When I put it in the back of my head, I'm actually manifesting it to yeah, happen. You're holding on to that's it. what I keep thinking in the back of my head nonstop without realizing. And that's what I'm attracting. So then when you're just like, what the hell? Like my life just keeps getting worse. I don't get it. It's because you're still thinking about it in the back of your head. Like you have to talk about it with somebody. You have to like let it out. Because once you talk about, and I've talked about this before, even with your depression, it's no longer a dirty secret. And when something's not a dirty secret, it doesn't feel as embarrassing anymore because you just like let it out. Oh, as soon as I talk about anything that I'm, that I feel bad about, like right after I talk about them, I'm like, why was I ever afraid to talk about that? Like I've never had a bad reaction from someone being like, that's weird or, no or one then it's like, like why is that person your friend exactly yeah, i like, just get embarrassed sometimes but i feel like a lot of people are like that's when you have to realize but i feel like sometimes i get embarrassed by my own emotions or i get embarrassed if i like the guy and he let me down i get embarrassed to admit to my friends because i feel like such a loser yeah, same. but it's only it's us talking badly poorly to ourselves because the people that love us they don't look at us as losers it's just in your mind and not to mention every time you feel rejected or whatever it's you're not the only person that's been through it but it's crazy it's, i always have the same reaction to myself when something's and work out like i'm such a fucking loser blah, blah blah and it's like why am i putting myself down like that yeah because it's never it's never true but i feel like whenever i'm single and like not talking to anyone don't like anyone like to have no anything that's when i feel the best about myself because i'm not putting any of my energy into like even the idea that i could possibly be rejected like i'm just like vibing by myself and i'm always yeah. feeling my best and then i'll like meet a guy and start liking them and then i'll find myself like not necessarily losing my self-esteem but like if they don't text me back i'll start being upset and i'm like why am i i was doing so great without this person why does it matter if they didn't text exactly. me back? like that doesn't even matter but because i put my energy into this person now it's fucking with my how i feel about myself like that's so yeah so and it doesn't matter what age you get in always going to continue this pattern but it's up to you to stop yourself from your old habits like even for me when i suddenly sent that text to a guy that like i'm not even dating and be like you're like you know the girl's pictures but then you're not texting me back like forget about it and i was just like i literally looked at it after i texted that because that's just how i felt the moment i'm like who is this it doesn't sound like me anymore like not to mention why would i give someone else the satisfaction that they bother me so much yeah so you have to just continue being yourself and you have to continue being the best version of yourself. And when you date somebody, you can't allow to give them all this power. It's meant to work out, it's gonna work out, period. This year, you were supposed to perform at Coachella, which is such a huge milestone for anybody. Yeah. And that was gonna be your first time. And then you found out with quarantine that Coachella was canceled and you couldn't perform. Was that really hard for you? Yeah, it was really hard. And my tour also got cut in half. I was halfway through and I had to go home, which just sucks because you're on this like high of seeing fans screaming your lyrics every single night and then you just go home to like being by yourself everyone kind of gets like post-tour depression as they call it after you come home and mine was just like extra bad because i was home and i could also couldn't see anyone except for my roommate then i've had to sit in my house by myself the day that i was supposed to play coachella and it was just really sad and then i kind of just got over it and then recently as things have just still not gone back to normal it's almost been like a year of this i've just been like holy shit it just all kind of came back recently and hit me like I should have been doing so much more this year than I was. And I feel like my career was just like on pause this whole year, this whole time. I haven't been doing anything and I've been writing here and there and I filmed a couple things, music videos, put out some stuff. But my plan for this year was like putting out this project and doing Coachella and then putting out this next project. And I had everything lined up. 
it just all didn't happen. And in the past couple of weeks, I like looked back and realized like, holy shit, this whole year is just gone and nothing that I thought I was going to do happened. Yeah. Which is just fucked. So how did that make you feel? Sad. <laughs> Are we in therapy right now? How did that make you feel? <laughs> no, because I can completely relate. I feel like this year stopped. Like I was supposed to release books this year and I was also planning on getting married. Yes, I haven't found my husband. I don't have a boyfriend, but in my head I was like, I'm gonna find my lifelong partner this year. I'm probably gonna be pregnant by the end of this year. That's like part of my goals in my head. I'm gonna have released three books, one of them being a poem book, a dating book, something else. I'm gonna go touring for my podcast. I wanna do stand-up comedy this year too. So it's like all these things that suddenly were on pause and I had moments where I was going in and out of depression, I'm not gonna lie, and I constantly have to snap out of it. But you can obviously relate because you're somebody who has battled depression and anxiety. What would you say your lowest point of 2020 has been? Probably when this guy that I originally, when I came home from tour, I was like hooking up with him. He like basically ended things with me for like the millionth time, the same thing that's happened with us every single time for the past like two and a half years. And it happened again. And I was just like, I'm not playing Coachella. I'm not going on tour. And I just got my heart broken again by the same person who's done this to me like multiple, multiple times. I, I was just like, holy shit, like I'm a dumbass. Like Aww. how did I just let all these things happen to me? And that was really hard for me. Really sad. And then I feel like I kind of got better. Like I, I moved into a new house and stopped caring about guys and stopped literally talking to any guys at all. I just was focusing on myself and doing my own thing. And that really helped me feel a lot better recently I just have kind of gotten back into a funk again I think I get really weird around my birthday like I'm crazy with birthdays like in like a you can ask any of my friends I'll tell you I become like a possessed demon on my birthday my stories of everything that's happened to me on my past few birthdays they've all been just horrendous so I think that's why I'm feeling really messed up right now but yeah these past couple of weeks have been really hard for me for some reason so I'm, I'm trying to not let myself fall back into the dark place that I was in in the beginning of quarantine but yeah one thing I know that's really helped me when I was in a dark place is definitely self-care. I know it's really hard, but just getting out of bed, showering, some days, even though I'm not leaving my house, just putting on makeup and shaving my body to feel like a smooth dolphin always has helped me feel better about myself because self-care routine are more important than ever, especially right now. Whatever you're using to get ready for the day should always make you feel amazing, even if you don't leave your house, aka meet Billy. And no, Billy is not my boyfriend. I'm still single. Billy is the best razor out there for those days when you want that extra smooth shave. There's no pink tax. There's no visit to the drugstore. There's no breaking the bank because all you need to do is you can go to mybilly.com to get their starter kit for just $9. I just posted about it on my podcast Instagram that I was just using it the other day in my bath and it just came to my house and it was only $9 for their starter kit. It's pretty gnarly. It's so affordable and includes their award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a cult favorite magnetic holder. I love their Billy razors because A, has that soap thing that's around the razor. So then you don't cut yourself. If you run out of soap, you can shave in the bath, you can shave on dry skin. And the hair just comes off so quickly on my legs without me needing to do it twice over. And I get to reuse it for like so much longer than other razors. So I'm obsessed with my Billy. So you guys go to mybelly.com to meet the razor that made everyone start talking about razors. They're an Allure Best of Beauty winner and on Nylon's beauty hit list for a reason. So to express a little love for our show, go to mybelly.com slash 
Tired. It's a small way you can support us while also getting the best razor you will ever own. It's just $9 to get your starter kit plus free shipping always. So go to mybelly.com slash two tires spelled my B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash two tired. Enjoy your little dolphins. But also I can relate with the birthday stuff. I feel like I get a little crazy before my birthdays too, but I think it's like, I get sad because suddenly my brain is like, oh great, I'm turning another year older and I haven't accomplished everything I wanted this year. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that. I've also had a really bad like death anxiety and like aging anxiety, if that's a thing. I get anxious about getting older and I'm not even old at all. I'm like really young, but I just, for some reason, I just feel like I'm gonna turn 84 next year and keel over and die. What I always tell myself is like, one time my friend Taylor like also was struggling with this at the same time as me like a year or so ago. And she sent me this like, this little cartoon and it was like Snoopy and Charlie Brown and like Charlie Brown was like, Snoopy, I'm gonna die one day. And then Snoopy was like, yeah, but every other day you will live. And like, uh. I think about that whenever I start getting death anxiety, which is like, why is that little like cartoon of Snoopy <laughs> like saving my life? But it just reminds me that like, I'm not gonna just wake up one day and be old. Like I'm gonna live every single day before then. Like I'll be okay. It's gonna happen slowly and I'm gonna be fine. But birthdays just, I think they just remind people of their mortality and nobody wants to think about that, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely didn't feel like that when I was early twenties, but I was in this industry yet. Honestly, everyone told me that when you turn 30, your life changes and like everything makes more sense and you're, that's when your life starts. And I never believe those people cause I'm like, you're just old. That's what you're telling me that to, to feel better. But like literally when I turned 30, something in me changed and I just became a completely different person. Not to mention your early twenties, the first five years, every year you're literally becoming a different person. Yeah, you keep changing. I, mean, I hope so. Cause like I think back to when I was like 17, 18, I was just, I'm so not the same person. It's only been like two, three years. So Sometimes I look at influencers who are much younger than me, even 17 year olds, 16 year olds, or even as old as you, which I consider really young, 2021. 20, I feel like their childhood has been robbed from them because of social media, just always being in your face, constantly having to pretend to be happy. When, when I was a child, like we didn't worry about that stuff. And we also didn't look like the way 16 year olds yeah. look like now completely. We were so ugly. Now it's like, there's no such thing as puberty anymore. But like, I, sometimes I feel thankful that I got to have my childhood. Do you f sometimes feel like, I guess you have nothing to compare it to. Everything kind of happened for me when I was like 16, but it happened slowly. Like I didn't have a social media presence. Like I started with my song. My song was really big and that was my thing. And it got me signed and all of this stuff. And I didn't really have that many followers because of what I do. Like I'm a singer and I've always been really honest about my feelings and my mental health struggles. So I didn't have to like put on a fake smile. And But on the flip side of that, I feel like a lot of times when I was really, really depressed, I would go on like tweeting rants about random things. And I'm just like oversharing and like being crazy because that's just who I was and how I was feeling at the time. And like looking back, I'm like, I if I didn't have Twitter and didn't have people like following me seeing that that probably would have been a lot, a lot more beneficial yeah. for me and if I just written it in like a diary or something the way it happened for me it was kind of a slow rise and I, I just I was able to, to ease my way into it which I think was helpful for me and I also wasn't too young when I started like doing I mean I was already so over high school at that point. I hated high school so much. So I was like, whatever, I'll just go, go be an adult now. That's so funny. Do you ever feel like you've lost yourself in someone else? 
I feel like I never really get to that point with people because I'm really guarded. I just don't even really let myself. I think there's definitely been times where I've wanted someone to like me and I find myself acting different than I would around other people around them. I'm like that. Yeah. But it's like not in like a super crazy noticeable way, but in yeah. like little things that I'll do. And I'm like, why am I doing that for this Wait, person? what's your Venus? Libra. Do you know? Mine too. Really? That's why we do that. That's so funny that I hate that my Venus is Libra. Venus means it's how you love. But I feel like I sometimes change myself a little bit for each person yeah. that I date. It's like an annoying thing. Yeah, definitely. I definitely do that. So I guess we're actually very similar because like my rising is Sag. I wish my moon was a softer moon for sure. It makes me a little more serious and passive. But yeah, I love like a Libra. When you describe how a Libra loves, it's literally that song. I've been thinking, thinking about boys. <laughs> boys. <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's like me all the time. Like I'm always oh thinking about So it's either I'm not talking to anyone or I'm obsessed with one guy or I'm, I could be obsessed with one guy, but I'm talking to 75 different guys. And like the best TikTok of me that you can describe is the one that's like, oh my God. So yeah, I was talking to Josh and my friends were like, Robert? No, no, no Robert is the guy from two weeks ago. So like, so anyway, but then Caleb was like, and they're like, wait, Caleb. And you're like, oh my God, bitch, keep up. Okay. And anyway, and then Michael, like wait michael did that no that was uh that was uh robin and you're like who <laughs> like yeah. that's me oh my gosh are you like that too when i'm not in quarantine yeah, yeah obviously yeah when i'm not in or quarantine I'm also just a really big flirt i feel like me too. i'm always flirting with people so i love flirting i agree um what's the dumbest thing you've ever done for love gone back to the same person that never cared about me 40 billion times thinking that something was gonna change and be different and it never will what do you think is the reason you keep going back to that one specific person why do you think I he has a hold i romanticize them it's hard for me to get over people that i never dated like because like we didn't get the chance for like something to go wrong you know what i mean we didn't get to date and go through and see how it would be if we were actually together like it was always the does he like me backstage where we're like hooking up and hanging out but like there's no like label on it that's oh. actually really interesting i never thought about that because a lot of times i think girls feel like bad like why am i not getting over a guy that i didn't even date but I, I like that perspective for you that it's actually harder for you to get over guys that you've never dated yeah because there was no like reason for us to like we didn't break up nothing like went wrong we didn't like we just didn't even get the chance to like have a relationship what are the stages of dating for you i feel like i'm always in a talking phase for so long or just like oh we're hanging out I never date people, but I also don't like people enough to date them. And the guys that I do like enough to date, I'll never tell them that I like them enough to date them because I am so guarded that I won't be like, we should date. Like, I always just kind of act like I hate them and always say that I don't want a relationship, which I don't even think I do. But then it's like, if I met the right person, then yeah, I'd want to be in a relationship. But I'm so young that I'm like, I don't want to date someone and then not be single and not be able to talk to other people. That's so funny. But do I want a relationship? I don't know. I don't know what I want. I think that's the... That's yeah i think sometimes when you meet the right person they change your mind but then sometimes everything you're saying like describes me too the having the whole guard up and and making comments like well i don't even want a relationship blah blah you hope that the other person's going to be like but i want to date you so yeah. then they fight for you and then you guys are together they never do. <laughs> and they never do but also i've learned now that like when you tell a guy something they believe you guys are very face value and simple we're not yeah, they don't not, read into things the way that girls they do. don't read into things at all so it's like when you're just like leave me alone a lot of the time unless you tell them when i tell you to leave me alone i don't mean it so if you just say leave me alone they'll literally will give you space and you're like where the fuck were you and they're like i get, was giving you space and you're like that's what you thought i needed <laughs> he's like well yeah when you said leave me alone i was like that's what, what i assumed i was like no i expect you to show up at my fucking house with flowers apologizing yeah 
people for some reason always come to me for advice and I'm like, I don't know why, because I've never had a successful relationship, but I, for some reason, no matter how much I fuck up my own love life, I always have enough perspective to see like why I did it and what happened. And I can objectively look at like other people's situations and like tell them why something's happening. Like, I feel like I have a lot of knowledge in that way for some weird reason and my friends will always come to me and be like oh my god like he said this does this mean that he's thinking that and like what if he's doing i'm like he's not where you're at right now in your brain like he is not thinking like that i feel like i'm like that too like i'm so good at giving advice and i don't like to tell my friends what's happening in my dating life yeah. like i'm so secretive which i think is bad because then sometimes you can get somebody's perspective okay so what's your definition of love for yourself um i think self-love is allowing yourself to not be perfect all the time and accepting yourself for what you are and who you are and forgiving yourself. Do you feel like your definition of love for self-love has changed over the years? I don't know. Well, I think I probably, when I was younger, I probably thought that self-love just meant like actually being perfect and thinking you're perfect. And then I had to realize that that's no one's ever going to be perfect. And even if you are as close as it gets, you're going to fuck up sometimes and you're going to look ugly sometimes and whatever. And you just have to love every part of it. So I agree. I love how my definition for self-love came so easily. And for actual love, I was like, hmm. Yeah, I don't no. know. <laughs> no, I thought it was sweet. I think you're still learning how to love yourself. And it is really hard to love someone else if you're not always there with yourself first. Because a lot of times, if you don't love yourself, your definition of love for others ends up being toxic. Yeah, that's You know, because it's like, you put them first. Like, loving someone else is when you put them first, blah, blah. It's like, no, actually, it's not. Like, you should always put yourself first. Like, you should always check in with yourself first. So I think if anything, it's healthy that you don't have a full definition of love for other people yet because you're still growing as a person. Okay, hell yeah, I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. What would you say 2020 has taught you 2020 has taught me to not take everything so seriously i mean i've never been the person to be like i'm gonna do this before 2021 or i'm gonna have the i don't set like timeline goals for myself because i feel like i'm always just gonna be disappointed but i've realized that i need to do that even less because i was so hard on myself like oh my god i didn't play coachella 2020 it's like okay well there's next year and then the year after that and it's like i still have time you just have to be patient with yourself and with your life and, and your goals just not take everything so personally and so hard and try to get through there's going to always be hard times um in life i'm sure this year is probably one of the hardest for most people that are alive right now yeah but who knows what's going to happen in the future we could have something just as bad or even worse oh my god I hope i'm not, not but... i'm not saying that in a negative way i just mean like hopefully this teaches people how to deal with hard things like that yeah definitely i feel like especially as people who are control freaks like i'm one of them I'm, I'm i really love to be in control it literally turned me upside down this whole year and i feel like that is one thing that it taught me like okay i don't have control over things but i have to also focus on things i do have control over which is how i react to things and how i feel or also my mental health that's one thing i think a lot that people don't talk about as much as they should is we talk about everything that's happening with covid is terrible and all the deaths are terrible but i feel like people are not talking as much about mental health and that's, what it's doing to us that's literally what i've been saying the deaths and everything that's obviously the worst part about this like it's horrible but the second worst thing in my opinion is the mental health toll that it's taking yeah because people are like killing themselves like the suicide rates are yeah really no high. one's talking about yeah, yeah no one's talking about the suicide rates and literally 
really i have moments i feel like i was sinking in really badly and even during 2020 i have moments of something my brain is like what if i just jumped off this balcony and it like but to even even if i'm thinking that is a joke or whatever just to even suddenly process that thought in my brain i'm like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck like this is not okay like v check in with yourself right now like are you okay because at one point i was really isolating myself too like i had a roommate move in because i was worried for my own mental health of like being so alone and I've gotten so used to isolating myself. So yeah, I feel like not enough of us are talking about what it's doing to our mental state because it's not normal. It's not normal. Humans are not supposed to be alone. And All like, the time, it's yeah. It's so unhealthy, especially for people that already have pre-existing mental health issues. Some people are realizing like, oh shit, maybe I do have depression or I have these tendencies to feel this way. And maybe they didn't realize that before because they've always been around people. But when you're, yeah. you sit alone with your thoughts, it, it can be really scary and really dangerous. And sometimes it's beneficial for a little bit, but for long periods of time, it just yeah. it gets dangerous. I feel like it made me realize how much you need people. Like, I think I didn't understand it before because I'm so good at being alone. But like a lot of us took it for granted to even hug someone else. Yeah. Like we never even realized how, how much touch makes such a difference, you know? Because now, even if I rarely see my parents now, I will stand really far away from them. And it's so hard for my parents and sad for them that they can't even touch me and you know yeah. it sucks yeah. i wish more people were talking about it because it's been hard yeah well at least we are yeah <laughs> i mean we wear a mask but yeah also check in with yourself and yeah people are losing their jobs right now and they can't see other people and it's it's been a really tough year i wish we all talked about it and i wish we were trying to do things that were better for our mental health like yeah. I don't know if the answer is constantly to isolate yourself for another year. Like we need some other better solution. But anyway, are you working on any new albums? I'm supposed to put out an album in the beginning of next year at some point. I don't really like albums because I feel like I put too much pressure on myself to make it like cohesive and make it a project. And then I end up like taking off songs that I really wanted to put on because I feel like it doesn't fit with the album. And like, I don't know, it creates like another level, a layer of stress onto like making music. But my label wants me to put out an album in the beginning of next year. So, so I I'm guess I do am. it. <laughs> yeah. And I was doing my little micro mixtapes. That's what I was calling them. I was like two to three song little projects that were a lot easier because you don't have to make a whole cohesive project. It just has to be two cohesive songs and I can make a little concept for each one. It was kind of my fun little project, but then obviously the world fell apart and then it didn't make sense for me to put those out anymore. So I'm kind of back to square one. I have a bunch of songs that just never got to come out that I've been kind of waiting to put out. So all of those are probably going to go on it. I'm hopefully going to be releasing a lot of singles before the actual album comes out so that it'll be like a oh, that's fun. constant flow of like songs which is kind of how I like to release music now because I feel like people have really short attention spans and that they just is want true. constant instant gratification. So working on that and it should be fun. I don't have a name. I don't have any concept for it. So we'll see what happens. You're just doing your best. I <laughs> yeah, get that. I'm trying. Um, is there anything you felt like I didn't ask you? No, not really. We covered a lot. We covered, we did cover a, lot. a lot. Okay, good. Where can people find you? Um, my Instagram is at Olivia O'Brien. My Twitter is Olivia G. O'Brien. My TikTok is also Olivia G. O'Brien. I don't really use Snapchat, but it's Olivia.O'Brien. Sometimes I randomly will post things on there. So you know, yeah, yeah, I don't use Snapchat either. So yeah, definitely check out her music. Like I said, my favorite three songs of hers are Jocelyn, which I love, Love Myself, and then We Lie to Each Other. Oh, I'll, that's We Lie to one. Each Other. I, like I love that one too because it literally explains how sometimes we all pretend like we don't care and then that's why it doesn't work out every time i let somebody in they let me down i can't come out again and i build up all these walls a little higher so i'm sorry if i don't believe your shit i just think i might be running out of bricks because it turns out that everyone's a liar and like and then she goes like i lied to myself when i said i don't care and you lied when you told me you did and we lied to each other and it's, it isn't fair we lied to each other and i'll do it again anyway i really like it 
you guys should check out her music the rest of her music also check out her recent single that came out that's called now i love that song a lot because i feel like i can relate to it but hopefully your dating gets better we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see if this guy ever comes to la I mean, you're so young. You'll be fine. Are you, so what's next? Are you going to text him or are you just going to block him? I don't know. My friend Stoss was telling me that I should text him something funny, but I'm like, and she just texted me and said, did you text him? I said, nope, not texting him. Don't care. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Well, anyway, thank All you right. so much for coming on another episode of Too Talk To Be Crazy. You guys check out her stuff. Don't forget to follow her and I'll see you guys again next week. Bye.